Hello, everybody. Welcome to the mini episode for Shonen Flop. This is the first one. Yeah. Huh. Hell yeah. And this one's super exciting today. I've got David and... Oh, nobody else. Just us today. Oh, you got your man. good old-fashioned floppers in here. Well, I guess you're the floppers. Whatever. We're vintage flop. Back to our first two episodes where we... No guests. All manga. Yeah, no fat. We're cutting out all the extra bits. We're just getting <laughs> right down to the meat and potatoes of why you listen and what you get out of this episode. Yeah. What you get out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, Jordan, what are we talking... What what manga are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about Double Arts. Not to be confused with Double Taisai, which is a totally different manga that I read the first chapter of instead <laughs> at first. <laughs> I really, like, was like, oh, should I just fuck with him and be like, oh, I read that too? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Double Taisai is probably a less dumb series than Double Arts. Oh, it's not. I, uh, I was uh, part of it. I listened to the Shonen Fiasco episode about it, and it, it is something. They all end up in jail at the end. Oh, that owns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Double Double Taisite seemed dumb. It was very confusing. But it might not be as dumb as Double Arts. Okay. So let's go over uh, what exactly these episodes are for. There's an old saying in music where, you know, you spend your whole life writing your first album and then your second album takes a year. Yeah. It's sort of like this. A lot of people, like... They put a lot of effort into that first issue because that first issue is what gets them in the door. And then sometimes the, you know, the process of writing manga takes its toll on you or whatever, for whatever reason, the quality changes after the first issue. Yeah. We also found out in our, our blood episode, Steven said sometimes they just completely scrap the second and third chapters and just start over. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Our blood oath would have been interesting to do this because, with, because we would have had no clue what that series was about based on the first issue. Oh, God. Yeah. We really got bamboozled by it. But speaking of which, today we're not covering our Blood Oath, we're covering Double Arts. So, David, let's talk a little bit about what Double Arts is about. So, Double Arts is about a terrible disease called... I don't know how to pronounce it, and we're making these, by the way, before Tucker can really step in. Well, I do know how to pronounce it, so... But let me hear how you pronounce it, David. Quatraceptive. <laughs> Close. Try again. Uh, do you mean Troy again? Uh, I mean Trois. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's so French. It it's French. No, it, it definitely is because, you know, double, there's two, and then Trois is French for three. The basic premise of the manga is that there is a horribly deadly disease called coronavirus, I mean Trois, that has infected pretty much the whole world, and the only people who can help are these people, they're like nuns called sisters. They've just got like the healing touch where they are people that have like a really high resistance to Twa, but not complete immunity. So really what they're doing is they kind of suck up the disease from sick people. And since they have such a high resistance, they can tank more of the illness. Yes. But they still are slowly dying from it, too. Man, as usual, a woman's job is to take other people's suffering onto themselves. Yeah, I noticed how, like, this series, I, I guess I'll just say now, this series reminds me a lot of Guardian of the Witch, where it's yeah. like, oh, women have to do the hard work, they have to sacrifice, but ultimately men are the real heroes. And it was literally, like, the main, like, male character, Kiri, he is immune to the disease, like, just 100%. And so the other main character, Elraine, 
who is, you know, one of the sister nuns, she has gotten to the point where she is now actively dying from the disease. And what happens is you get a seizure that makes you disappear, like, snapped. It was so dumb. Oh, my God. It <laughs> yeah. was so stupid. I, yeah. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, dying from a seizure is a realistic thing a disease could do. And they're like, oh, actually, it turns you into, like, nothing and you just disappear. And I'm like, wow. Okay, great. It literally makes you transparent. It would be less dumb if it made you disappear. It makes you, like, the opacity on your body oh, yeah. slowly goes down to zero and you disappear like i know the reason they wanted to do it is because they wanted to do that thing in dbz where uh cell just drains everybody out of their clothes so you just have like this whole ghost town filled with clothing but it's so dumb because you're right a seizure is like a very real thing you know and so it's just like the problem with the seizure is it doesn't kill you like a seizure does it makes you disappear yeah and it's reversible so you can start being transparent and then you come back but would you say, though, that really, instead of transparency, what it changes is your twa-parency? Uh, you, you wrote that when you thought it was pronounced Troy, didn't you? No, I actually just came up with it on the spot. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But... <laughs> you're like, all right, I'll curve that one. Cause you... All right, yeah. Yeah, let's, I don't want to beat you up too bad. Oh, you're, you'll save that for the main. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come after you with gloves off. Oh, harder, daddy. Um, Oh, yeah. But like speaking of the issues with with gender, something I would like to point out is that the series twice says this is the story of a young boy. No, it fucking isn't. It's the story of a young boy and a young girl. We haven't gotten to it yet. But the main premise of this manga is that Elraine and Kiri have to keep have to keep holding hands or else Elraine will immediately die. Yeah. So she starts dying, but him touching her prevents like the disease from killing her. And they talk to like their voice in the box. Like they call like the nun association. She's like, yeah, you guys just got to hold hands forever. Even when you're like taking a shit, like she just explicitly says that. Yeah. She's like, that's not a big deal. Right guys. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Well, I mean, in her defense, the alternative and what everybody assumed was that, Oh, Elraine's just going to die. So, I mean, I guess if, the alternative is you die immediately, I get it, but it's just like, that's a big fucking deal, lady. Yeah, I, I love how, like, I don't know if it was the translation or whatever, but she seems like such, like, a shit bag, and, like, she's, like, one of those, like, assholes who knows they're an asshole and how she told them, like, oh, yeah, you're gonna die if you guys stop holding hands, so just sucks to be you guys. Oh, she is a manager. She is, like, she's she acts just like a boss, I feel like. You know? I love how her name is Marfa, so... Yeah. Oh yeah, like fucking DV. No, not DVZ. Fucking Batman no, it's and Superman. Versus Batman versus Superman. I posted in the chat and I was like, Marfa, why did you say that name? <laughs> I, by the way, have not seen that movie. I just know that line because of how stupid it was. Oh, me neither. I I just have no desire to watch that movie. So yeah. I, so I haven't. Are you gonna watch the Snyder Cut? Fuck no. I might watch yeah. it with other people. Yeah. So Martha uh says that. But here's the thing. Martha doesn't just say it once. Yeah. The first thing we see in the manga is Martha saying, you have to hold hands forever or else you'll die. And then that exact scene, those exact panels, those exact frames happen later in the manga. I mean, listen, when you got a weekly deadline, you got to cut corners. And speaking of, I have never seen a series so blatantly not have backgrounds before. (laughs) I didn't even like notice that I was too caught up in how stupid everything else was. Oh, man, this is like DeviantArt tier. This is like, this reminds me of Beachy. Beachy has better art. It had good composition. This is just bland. Right, exactly. It's bland. It's not interesting. I mean, 
The the main guy character literally just has Cloud Strife's haircut. I feel like I'm just frustrated because the series had like a legitimately cool idea of making it like a man versus nature theme, which is so rare in Shonen. Like Doctor Stone is like one of the other few series, and then they just like completely had to add this magical element that just is so stupid. And also like the villain, they added just a human villain where even the main characters like we don't know why these people are trying to kill all the sisters, but they are because they're evil. Oh, I fucking hated them. They're being attacked by this group of people called the Gazelles. Now, I don't know who the fuck the Gazelles are. They don't know who the fuck the Gazelles are. They're scary dudes who show up to attack for no reason other than they're scary dudes who show up to attack. Yeah. And, oh my god, the way they fight this guy is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. It's it's just, there really was not a lot I enjoyed about this first issue. Looking at my anime list, though, people seem to quite enjoy it. So apparently it's listed as a comedy. So I hope it picks up after this. I mean, I don't think this guy would be able to make it good if it was an action. Is the thing. Yeah. Based, based on what I've seen here. Because the fight they have with the gazelle guy is so fucking stupid. Like you have these two kids who can't let go of each other. And except for all the times that they do during that fight. You're right, except for all the times that they do, but then immediately, I guess, touch again before she convulses so much, she disappears like a ghost. Yeah. They beat him because it's like, oh, since we're holding hands, he's definitely going to go for our hands because he'll see that as a weak spot. But if we just do this thing where we let go for a second and then go around him and touch hands, it's no big deal. And like, dude, yeah, that's like the first most obvious thing you could possibly do. Right? Yeah, like, I'm supposed to think this assassin guy is scary when he gets tricked and fucked over that easily by a couple kids just doing a basic, like, bait and switch? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's also like they hit him, like, twice. Like, he gets punched, but, like, yeah, I guess he got hit in the kidney, but, like, this is a professional fighter. He should not have gone down as easy as he did. Especially, these are, like, 14-year-old kids. How hard is someone who's on the verge of death being able to punch someone anyway? Because it's not, like... She wasn't already extremely sick. Like, you know, in most manga, when this happens, there's a part where they're like, oh, hey, uh, the guy is actually super strong. No, they say that. They say he is completely average besides the fact that he's immune to the disease. And that's so dumb because, like, you can't say somebody is average and then just have them do completely non-average things, you know? Right. It's just, ugh, this series was really, really dumb. It was very silly. Like, uh, I am not looking forward to reading the rest, but these are sacrifices we make for... Shonen flop. Okay, dear listener, we suffer for our art. We do this for you. Just like all the greats. Absolutely. Um, but David, like, was there anything in here that, like, you thought was good? Yeah, I mean, I still think having disease as the villain is still inherently interesting. And maybe they won't actually blue ball us out of, like, partnership fights. Because remember, so far we've yet to read a series that really has that idea and then does something interesting with it. So I am going to giving that the benefit of the doubt. Like an element that I hope they introduce because I feel like they played on it just enough that maybe the author is conscious is how they can kind of translate this handholding into like a sort of combat dancing. And so that could be a really interesting aesthetic inspiration. And maybe as they evolve their ability to fight, they learn different dance styles that translates into different ways of fighting. I do see what you mean. Um, I mean, one of the most dynamic panels in the whole chapter is when they let go to jump to the other side of the assassin guy and then their hands clap together. I think that like that is at least one of the most visually interesting things to happen, mm-hmm. the way that like the hands are foreshortened. But the art in general is so lame that I don't know how dancing or action would be shown in any way that's, like, super interesting anyway, you know? Yeah, 
I'm still. I'm just trying to find positives because yeah, this is this is a pretty weak first chapter. Yeah, and it'll be interesting as we do these because it'll give us more context. Because I think I just kind of blur everything together to really say what series did and didn't have a good first chapter. Yeah, and I will say, like in terms of characters, I don't hate the characters. Their biggest issue is just not having much to do. I think mm-hmm. Kiri seems like a decent guy. L is basically just like that's okay. I was expected to die when I was 20 anyway, so I can just die because basically I'm the girl here and it's all right if they just fucking seize up and die and leave you alone. Right? <laughs> this dude, yeah, this this series, I, I I imagine in our main episode we will have many, many parallels to Guardian of the Witch because we can already see them. Absolutely. Kiri at least seems a lot more laid back than the guy in Guardian of the Witch. He like immediately uh, grabs her and pulls her close. And I actually like his expression when he does it. Like, it's kind of like, what are you crazy? I don't want you to fucking die. Are you nuts? Yeah, he definitely respects her a lot more than the main character of Guardian of the Witch. He respects her, I think, a lot more than the author does. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. That's kind of the issue. They're just even from the first chapter, I could see why this manga was canceled. Yeah, because there just isn't that much to it. I mean, they're trying to do this weird. Let's talk about the setting a bit. Like, sure. Where do you think this is? So, so one thing that really bothered me actually was they say that disease has killed a billion people. How could like human society still function if there's a disease that aggressively killing people? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would like to see if it is functioning. We didn't. Yeah. We like got nothing of the outside world except for the fact that there's there's like a church you know yeah that's true what is it with all these anime like um fire force does it too where it's just like oh yeah the big science capital of uh that's handling all these diseases and stuff it's the church i mean that wasn't there a lot of scientific development in like the medieval period through the church i suppose you're right so it's not like there isn't based on his real history you know what you're right and i totally um <laughs> especially because this manga is definitely drawing a parallel to the Black Plague. You know? Yeah. Oh, when, yeah. And for record, by the way, the Black Plague only killed 25 million people. So yeah. the fact that this killed over a billion people is just wow. It's weird because it says that like the disease showed up and it was killing a bunch of people. But thankfully, the sisters showed up and the sisters were able to halt the disease progress, which makes absolutely no sense to me because the way that the sisters work is they don't they aren't cured like L is somebody who is who is going to die from the Twa. But yeah. the problem is, uh, what they basically do is they remove some of the quote-unquote poison from your body by touching you. And through doing that, it allows you to um, to basically just live a little bit longer. But that's like, that's not like curing it. That's, that's not really halting it. What that is, is it's like, it's like a... It's like AZT dealing with AIDS in the 90s, yeah. you know? Like, I actually thought there was a big AIDS parallel where it's like, oh, you can't touch people. And, oh, it's this deadly disease that's just going to kill people. So I was curious because I'm really not sure how strong the AIDS epidemic was in Japan. But I, that was the first disease I thought of as a parallel to what they're doing in this series. I mean, I'm sure that AIDS ran rampant in Japan just like it ran rampant like all over the place. But, yeah, you're right. Like... I mean, honestly, we watched Tokyo Godfathers um, Mm -hmm. like a week or two ago. That was the first time I've seen anybody even mention AIDS in in anime at all. Mm -hmm. It was like one brief moment where um, where that happened. But, um, oh man, I just remembered a thought I had that also got me pretty disappointed. Like, you know something? They're fighting this, uh, this assassin guy. It would be really useful if one of them had the ability to render their enemy like 
sick and unable to fight <laughs> pretty quickly, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a shame neither of them literally possessed that as a main point of the entire manga or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's just like, like, seriously, like, Elle's, uh, Elle's whole thing is that, like, if you touch her without her, her glove on or something, like, she's, she's like rogue, like, she'll, she could kill you if you touch her and you get sick. And it seems to happen very quickly, because when Kiri touches her, she's able to immediately notice that, oh, this disease isn't killing him yet. Which implies that, like, she should or could be able to use that as a weapon. And then you could start, like, talking about how that's, like, she must have, like, moral issues with that and stuff. And she might have to wrestle with those ideas of, like, getting people sick in order to save herself so that she can cure that sickness, you know? Yeah, I totally get it. But one problem is also just, like, the implication of, like, a kid series where literally the main character's main attack is inflicting an extremely horrendous disease to their villains. I mean, look, man, if you're scared to do it, don't make a manga like this, you know? Well, yeah, there's, this series was really not designed at all for this target audience. And it's just, oh, because you know that they can't really talk about, like, the harder things about having an infectious disease like this. I mean, I don't know, though. I'm so confused over what is and isn't allowed in anime and manga anymore, because there's some extremely dark shit in, like... That's true. In anime, especially in Shonen Jump. Uh... And the other thing is, if you're not going to do that, then give me a reason. I wouldn't be opposed to her just having internal thought dialogue where she's like, oh, I could touch him and make him sick, but I can't bring myself to do that with human beings. But she doesn't. Yeah. It, it just seems obvious. And also, if you're not going to explore that dark stuff, then you got to have other things in there that make me interested for other reasons. <laughs> Right? There's just nothing about this series. Like, if I was to have read this recreationally, I would definitely have not read this after this chapter. So what do you think is uh, going to happen in the rest of the manga? So my guess is it's literally going to be like Guardian of the Witch where they're like, all right, well, now we got to we gotta take you to the main city so you can get research because they hint at that saying, oh, we have the tools to really look at why he's immune, but not here. And so I assume it's going to be like a trip and they're going to have to go and they're going to make friends and blah, 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 and have to avoid the assassins and there'll be a bunch of situations and then there'll probably be some forced etchy scenes. My main question is that like... Um when they get there, because I know, I know in the last chapter they're going to show up and there's going to be a time skip and everything's going to be okay. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but, like, it seems like with Martha being creepy the way she is, by the way, they don't even draw Martha or anything. You All you do when you you hear Martha, you're looking at the receiver of an old-timey phone, which, by the way, they have phones in this universe, they do. which is strange, because it seems otherwise very medieval. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like Guardian of the Witch again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, they had, like, holograms in fucking Guardian of the Witch. Yeah, they had, like, video recorders and shit. And they had hover hover jets or robots or something. That was such a not great series. Um, My immediate thought is, oh, well, Martha is going to betray them somehow. Or the the Vatican stand-in is going to betray them. Like, they're going to use them for parts and stuff like that. Like, (laughs) you know. I was just making a proto, like, six-word summary as this is Guardian of the Witch. (laughs) Fuck, that's really good. Damn it. Okay. I might use that. I might cut, I'll cut that out for you if you want. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like where this is going to go from here is pretty much similar to what you said. I think that they are going to try and get to the Vatican. I'm just saying Vatican because I don't think they give us an, another word. And yeah, I just think it's going to be boring and dumb. So <laughs> yeah. the gazelles will attack them. Uh, we're going to find out why they're after them. It's probably going to be a stupid reason. Yeah, maybe... And Gazelle is such a dumb name for an evil organization. 
Gazelles don't even hunt people. Yeah, they're just known for running really fast. They're known for getting hunted. Yeah. That's what they do. Like, it really is a shitty thing to name your group of assassins. What if it's like the head is like a talking gazelle? Then I would change my mind and it's actually a great name for the assassins. But you have to tell me that. Otherwise, I'll just think it's dumb. Yeah, imagine if this first chapter was like a huge fake out and then it just like really picks up. I hope so. I really hope so. But my experience with manga leads me to believe that this might be the best chapter of the manga. Yeah. Well, Bone Collection was good for the first three chapters, if I recall. It was decent for the first three chapters. Mm. It was definitely better than it became. Yeah. But with that, I think that we've kind of gotten everything out of the way that we need to say. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm happy to wrap things up. And then I just want to say, listeners, so this is us really trying something brand new. We would love your feedback. We have some other ideas we think we'd want to implement, but here's like a good chance to really just be able to do some ideas that we otherwise aren't able to fit into the main episode. So if you have any feedback, you can tweet at us at Shonen Flopcast or email us at shonenflop at gmail.com. Um, and we also want to say, as always, appreciate it if you can like, share, and subscribe our episodes or even join our Discord server where you can find a link to that in our link tree in our bio. Moving forward, we would like to have a Q&A aspect of, the, of these mm-hmm. mini episodes, these mini flops. So absolutely, as David said, just send in your questions and we'll try and answer them. Yeah, heck yeah, buddy. Give us right. something to do when we have manga that just has fucking nothing. QI would be fun, so all for it. Thanks for listening. Keep on flopping, you mini floppers. Heck yeah.